This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with an overcast sky, 72 at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 14th of June, 2023. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And well, we had some severe weather move through here in the last 90 minutes or so. Radar is looking like a lot of that has moved off to our east. A severe thunderstorm watch remains in effect for Conway County, as well as Perry County, Yale County, Pope County, Faulkner, and about 15 or so other counties in the state. As rain and thunderstorms are expected periodically throughout the day, some storms will be capable of producing damaging winds and large hail. The six-hour radar picture is showing those storms between Conway and Cabot right now, and it doesn't look like anything is behind it for our immediate area. Little Rock and Point South could see another round midday. We're expecting a high today around 87. Overnight, partly cloudy, 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a low of 66. Sunny on Thursday, high of 89 with a slight chance of rain. Thursday night, cloudy and 69. Friday, partly sunny, 40% chance of rain and thunderstorms, and a high of 88. Now, scattered thunderstorms will remain in the forecast Friday and into the weekend, some of those strong to severe with large hail and damaging winds being the main concerns. Just be weather-wise as you make your weekend plans. We're sure it was a tense situation for those setting up for the car show on Pettyjean Mountain, but after doing this for 65 years, I'm sure they're used to weather moving through like that. Cloudy and 72 right now at the KVOM Studios. Let's take a moment to congratulate our employee of the day today. It's Darlene Shepard at Community Service Incorporated. Obituaries this morning. Adam Christopher Henry, age 53 of Plummerville, died on Sunday. A private service for the family will be held at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Therese Huber Holzman, age 96 of Moralton, died on Tuesday, June 13th. She was a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church, a registered nurse at St. Anthony's for 30 years, and taught piano for 60 years in Moralton. Survivors include her four sons, George R. Holzman, David A. Holzman, Mark E. Holzman, and Paul H. Holzman, 13 grandchildren and a brother. Funeral Mass for Therese Holzman will be Friday, June 16th, 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Stephen Hart and Deacon Steve Mallet officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosary will be Thursday, 7 p.m., with visitation following at the funeral home. Now 7.34, overcast in 72 at the KVOM studios, keeping an eye out for any more pop-up thunderstorms today. It looks like most of it has moved off to the east for right now. We'll get up to 87 today. Today we salute the Farm Families of the Year in our area. That's up next as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 735 under an overcast sky, 
72 degrees at the KVOM Studios. The 2023 Farm Family of the Year for Conway County is the John Mouse family of Moralton with Mouse Pecan Farm. John has been involved in farming his entire life, but didn't get into the pecan business until 2019 when he had the opportunity to purchase an orchard from Robert Carruthers. We talked for years about starting a pecan grove, a pecan orchard, and just never did it. And I guess about a month after we uh, sold the John Deere business, got out of the John Deere business, Robert approached me and he just turned 65 and said he was going to retire. And he said, you've already always talked about uh, maybe getting a pecan business. He said, I'm going to sell my orchard. Would you be interested? And um, so talked to the boys and they showed some interest in the pecan business. So we got with Robert and worked out a deal. And, and so here we are in the pecan business. Mouse Pecan Farm consists of a 170-acre orchard with over 2,000 trees that produce nearly 150,000 pounds of nuts. The family has recently purchased land adjacent to their existing farm, which could potentially double the size of the orchard. The majority of the pecans are sold through the wholesale market, but the mouses also operate a retail store for their pecans on the Highway 9 bypass. John's first experience in farming was picking cucumbers with his grandparents in 1976. John's parents purchased their first farm in the late 1970s, and he helped with that row crop operation. He and his wife, Lindley, bought their first farm in the mid-90s. It was a 40-acre field where they grew soybeans, wheat, and corn. That has since expanded to nearly 2,000 acres, which the Mouse family now leases while dedicating their time to the pecan orchard. John and Lindley have four children, J.B. and his wife, Catherine, Hamp, Stephen and his wife, Madison, and Anna Lee, along with two grandchildren, Jeffrey and Jack. The pecan farm is a full family operation. Everyone in the Mouse family helps in some way, especially at harvest time. Before becoming full-time pecan farmers, the Mouse family was in the John Deere equipment business, owning and operating up to three retail locations for 75 years. As a third-generation farmer and someone who's worked closely with other area farmers for decades, John says he was very honored and humbled to be chosen as this year's Farm Family of the Year. Kind of feel like I'm accepting this award based on, you know, what my grandfather did, my father did, being involved in the farming community, my brother, my sister, my mom. I, th I think it's just a culmination of what my family did before and what my family's doing now with farming. So uh, uh, very honored, just very, very proud to be Conway County's farm family. When they're not in the orchard or at the retail store, you can find members of the Mouse family serving in the community in a variety of ways. John has been involved at the county level on the boards for Farm Bureau, Community Service Incorporated, the Point Remove Wetland Irrigation and Reclamation District, Sacred Heart School and Sacred Heart Endowment, Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce, and Pettigene State Bank. He also serves on the Conway-Pope-Arkansas River Levee Board and the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Board of Visitors. The 2023 Farm Family of the Year for Perry County is the Keith and Elia Lawson family with Lawson Farms in Houston. Keith established the sod farm in 1995, and it's much more than a farm now. The Lawsons sell sod to builders throughout central Arkansas, supplying sod for hundreds of new home construction projects each year and providing complete landscaping service. We install all of our sod that we grow. It's sold a year in advance. We're not a wholesaler. We only grow for new home construction. We do the flower beds, the sod. We own the dirt pit. We sell everything here off the farm when we have our own nursery for all the plants. And we did 447 new homes last year. That's unbelievable. I, I thought 400 was a lot. We'd done 400 
several times before, but last year was the largest year we'd ever had since we've been in the sod business. The Lawson's 500-acre farm includes 60 acres of irrigated sod that yield 4,500 square yards of Tifway Bermuda sod and Tifway green sod per acre. The farm also includes 200 acres of irrigated Bermuda hay and 200 acres of pasture, where nearly 100 head of black Angus, mixed breed, and longhorn cattle, and 65 head of calves are raised. Like many farmers today, Keith has been involved in farming for his entire life. He spent his childhood row cropping with his grandfather and his father. In fact, they too were both honored in the past as the Perry County Farm Family of the Year, his grandfather in 1965, and his father in 1998. Keith said he's extremely proud to represent the third generation of Lawsons to be named Farm Family of the Year. Third generation is one of my greatest honors. I, I really am proud of it. Been very blessed. Been very blessed. Thanks to my family. Thanks to everyone. Thanks. I've been very blessed. Sod farming and landscaping is not the only business venture in which the Lawsons are involved. Keith and Ellie are also the owners of Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, which was established in 2017. They also own The Well in Blackwell, which is now an event venue with seating for up to 350 guests. Keith has also been an active stock car racer for 40 years, a hobby he plans to do more of next year. Keith and Elia have four children, Jonathan, who runs the installation, landscaping, cutting and delivery for the sod business, and Claudia, Beth, and Zoe. Their son-in-law, Antonio Pastor, manages Elia's Mexican Grill, and their two grandchildren, Hudson and Hayden Lawson, are always eager to help on the farm. The South Conway County School District will again be providing school supplies for all students in grades kindergarten through 12th grade for the 2023-24 school year. The district's Board of Education Monday approved an allocation of more than $58,000 to purchase supplies from the Archford Education Service Cooperative. The board also approved over $55,000 from the district's Enhanced Student Achievement Funds for the purchase of Chromebooks for student use. Also in Monday's meeting, board members approved a contract with Satchel Pulse, which Superintendent Sean Halbrook explains is a social and emotional learning curriculum for grades 4 through 12 to help with empathy, kindness, and conflict resolution. And it's an online curriculum that we can do in classes, and if students need extra, we can assign extra, like if a student's having a behavior issue, that certain behavior issue, we can, you got to do these modules. Uh, we're also doing character strong in grades K through three, but we're going to really push hard on character education, conflict resolution, empathy for next year in, our, in grades K through 12. In other matters, board members approved a set of policy adoptions and revisions that get the district in compliance with all aspects of the new Arkansas Learns Act. Congressman French Hill has introduced a bill in the U.S. House of Representatives that could expand a national wilderness area in Perry County by more than 2,000 acres. If it becomes law, the Flatside Wilderness Additions Act will add an additional 2,215 U.S. Forest Service acres to the Flatside Wilderness Area. In 2019, Flatside was originally expanded by over 600 acres under Hill's original bill, the Flatside Wilderness Enhancement Act. The Flatside Wilderness Area is part of the Washtenaw National Forest. This legislation had support from local and state agencies, as well as from numerous outside organizations, including Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Perry County Judge Larry Blackman, Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, and Arkansas Parks and Tourism. Now 743, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, major equity indexes rose to a new high for the years today, Consumer Price Index, 
showed that the headline inflation rate cooled to 4%, its lowest rate in more than likely two years. While the data were mostly in line with expectations, they took some pressure off the Fed, which is likely to hold off from rising rates at tomorrow's meeting. Consistent with the positive investor sentiment, cyclical sectors and small cap stocks outperformed while government bond yields rose. On the international front, headlines that China may deliver a broader stimulus helped support Asian markets. Elsewhere, after losing nearly 4.5% on Monday, oil finished 3% higher, trying to reclaim that 70% mark. The Dow closed at 34,212 and was up 145 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,573 and was up 111 points. Volume was heavy as 1.3 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 11 cents at $15.82. Bank of America was up 27 cents at $29.40. Deer and Company was up $11.11 at $398.24. Entergy Corporation was down 49 cents at $100.80. Under Armour was down 4 cents at $6.92. Simmons Bank was up $0.40 cents at $18.65. Regions Financial was up $0.22 cents at $18.45. Southwestern Energy was up at five do- up $0.12 cents at $5.33. Tyson's Food was down $0.39 cents at $50.26. Walmart was up $1.20 at $155.30. LiveRamp was up $0.51 cents at $25.57. Interpublic Group was up $0.31 cents at $40.21. Nextor Energy was up $0.37 cents at $74.35. Natural Gas was up $0.65 cents at $2.33. Precious metals were lower today with gold being down $13.30 at $1,956.40. And silver being down 33 cents at $23.73. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Museum of Automobiles on Pettigene Mountain is hosting its 65th annual car show and swap meet today through Saturday. The swap meet is open from 8 to 7 each day. The antique car show and open car show will be this Saturday with registration from 8 to 11. If you need more information, go to museumofautos.com. The Community Garden Thursday Meetup for Fresh Vegetables will not meet this Thursday due to reharvesting. The group hopes to meet again June 22nd. The Conway County Cattlemen's Association will meet Thursday night at 6. Revival services at Moralton First Free Will Baptist Church, Highway 64 West, continue at 7 o'clock each night through Friday. Services tonight through Friday will feature speaker Donnie Hanna. And a yard sale to benefit Riverview Baptist Christian School will be held Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 1 at 539 Highway 9 in Apollo. Well, if you ever miss our morning news watch on the radio, you can listen to it whenever it's convenient to you. Subscribe for free to KVOM's podcast channel. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts or on our website or app. KVOM's weekday news watch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 747, overcast and 72 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Cindy Lucarello with the Conway County Care Center. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather 
as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. St. Louis Cardinals struggles continued last night in an 11 3 loss to San Francisco at Bush Stadium. The loss is the 11th in the last 14 games for the Cards, who are eight and a half games behind first place Pittsburgh in the National League at Central. Cards hope to avoid the sweep, and they face the Giants at 12.15 p.m. today. Pre-game coverage starts at 11.20 a.m. on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. Isaiah Gillum delivered a two-out walk-off hit in the bottom of the ninth, sending the Arkansas Travelers to a 4-3 series opening victory over Corpus Christi last night at Dickey Stevens Park. With Tulsa losing, the Travelers are now in a tie with the Grillers for first place in the Texas League North Division with 11 games remaining in the first half of the season. Travs host the Hooks again tonight at 6.35 in North Little Rock. And look at weather on this Wednesday. We've got calm winds at the moment. Barometric pressure 29.75 inches. Low temperature this morning 65 degrees. High yesterday was 83. A year ago today the low was 76. The high was 93. Of course had a pretty good storm move in uh, this morning. And that produced... Six-tenths of an inch of rain here at the KVOM Studios. Total for the year now 30.96 inches. Sunset this evening is 826. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 556. And you are still under a severe thunderstorm watch until 8 o'clock this morning. So just a few more minutes left for that. Skies actually cleared a bit here on the west end of Marlton. But chance of showers and thunderstorms does remain today. Uh, best chance still remains this morning. Slight chances move into this afternoon. High near 87 degrees expected. 40% chance of thunderstorm activity tonight. The low around 66 and just a slight chance tomorrow. High near 89. We'll be up 80s again on Friday. In the low to maybe even mid-90s for high again on Saturday. About a 40% chance of rain on Friday. And a slight chance continuing on through the weekend. Right now, we do have some clouds and 68 degrees in Marlton at 7.51 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Marlton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 755 now on KVOM and on a close-up this morning. We're joined in the studio by Cindy Lucarello at the Conway County Care Center. Good morning to you, Cindy. Good morning, Eric, and good morning, Conway County. All right. It is certainly good to catch up with you again. I think last time you were 
here uh, last month. We were kind of right in the midst of the cereal drive, Raymond Cambers Memorial Cereal Drive, and so it's kind of wrapped up now. How did uh, how did things go on that? We did quite well. We got 800 physical boxes, and then we had quite a bit of monies donated this year, so it, it kind of got us to our 1,500 cereal box goal. Okay, all right. So yeah, the, uh, the money certainly uh, works uh, works as well. You go buy buy mm-hmm. the cereal, and then uh, so ends up kind of right where you right where you wanted to be. That's yes, good. and uh, did I'm sure uh, Marlton Primary School did did quite well. I know Miss Wilson. Oh, of course they did. Uh, pushes that uh, big time there at her school. So uh, certainly thank them and all the all the other schools, and I guess some businesses. Oh yes, and out. businesses and groups. Yeah, we are just super appreciative of every everything everybody donated absolutely and uh, of course i know a lot of people don't think about donating unless there's a you know kind of public drive like that or the harvest of hope but you really need need donations uh not only food but clothing and stuff uh, all the time don't you yep all year round clean out your closets bring us your stuff we we're in desperate need right now of men's clothing and of course we'll always accept food always always but yeah, that donations are what keeps our thrift store going, which keeps our pantry going. Okay. Yep. And certainly need uh, need those donations to to help feed uh, the people of Conway County. Certainly. Something you started uh, at the thrift store within the past couple months, uh, staying open in addition to the regular uh, weekday hours uh, first saturday of every month so yeah done that for a couple months how's that going it's gone quite well the word is spread and people seem pretty excited about it we've been excited about it it's just another way to reach the community with our pantry and also our thrift store for those that can't shop during the week um want to encourage everybody except for in july we're not going to be open july the first with that being a holiday weekend we're we're gonna skip july but from august on out we will be there yeah, first out of the month and what are the other the regular hours for the thrift store tuesdays and fridays from 9 to two thirty. okay 9 to two thirty, and then donations could also be dropped off wednesdays as well. yes in a, yeah in addition to the tuesday and friday we also take donations on wednesdays okay all right so check all that out there at the uh county care center and, and thrift store Cindy, anything else this morning? No, we're rocking right along. And like I said, we sure appreciate everybody remembering us throughout the year to bring us donations. We we could not do this without the entirety of Conway County. And so we're, we're very, very happy. All right. We are all certainly happy the Care Center is here to serve the people of the county. Cindy Lucarello with the Conway County Care Center. We thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.